Welcome to the Gutsy Ladies Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Reynolds, and I'm a life coach on a mission to support midlife women to live their next chapters with ease, with clarity, and with confidence, to become a gutsy lady. A gutsy lady doesn't fade or shy away, and she doesn't use midlife as an excuse to live a life less fulfilled. She thinks, if not now, when? Until now, the story of midlife hasn't supported this vision for our lives, and it's time to talk about it. In this podcast, I share insights from my personal experience, as well as thoughts and lessons from thousands of hours of coaching. If you want to live your best life and are ready to do the work, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello hello again to my gutsy community out there. Um... I'm excited that you've chosen to click on this episode because clearly for you to do so, there's some interesting stuff happening with your money beliefs that you are curious. So let's dive in. This episode is all about um, what money beliefs have you got or any beliefs around your finances that could be keeping you stuck and grinding away in midlife. So um, today I'm going to couple like really um, dive deep into why beliefs um, can help you glide and grind. Like, wh- where do they come from? What are they? And what's the premise behind them being so um, instrumental in whether you grind in midlife or glide? I'm going to also share like the top five um, grinding money beliefs that I've come across personally and with clients. And then I'm going to leave you with the number one new money belief that I want you to consider that would absolutely change everything from the day you believe it moving forward. And I know this because it's come from personal experience. Um, you might want to go and grab a pen and paper as well, because this is a sort of uh, episode where I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of ahas or a lot of things that you might want to write down. Um, mind you, you can always come back and re-listen to this. So the reason I'm sharing about this today is I am fresh back from our absolutely fantastic biology reset retreat and the concept of watching humans over a weekend identify what beliefs were holding them back and most importantly, helping them to change the new beliefs and new identity. Like doing that in a live space just really helped to I don't know, strengthen my resolve (laughs) that this is fundamental to the work that I love doing with clients and it's fundamental to helping them move. The other piece is that anything recently I've shared on Reels or on my podcast episodes around the concept I'm calling financial shame, which I think is very prevalent in the midlife space, it's just struck a chord and I've had lots of comments, uh, um, direct messages and also discovery calls from um, women and men who are, this is really resonating. So I really want you to consider if the stuff of today really resonates, make sure that you've registered for my webinar series coming up and it's all about getting unstuck in midlife and money beliefs and beliefs in general I, is just one of the areas that I'm going to go into deeper in the webinar series. So make sure there'll be a link in the notes and make sure you've clicked on that and so you're up to date with all of the data about when that's coming through and registering for that. So number one is why are beliefs, you know, why are they so fundamental to our 
results in life and what's it all about you know how do my beliefs have an impact whether I grind away in midlife or I glide the the way that I like to frame what beliefs are they are our set of truths so are they true don't know really (laughs) all of us operate from our own perception of reality And our beliefs are simply a set of thoughts that we have thought over and over and over again for them to become a belief. And it is our truths. So it is the truths that are our operating system on how we basically operate minute to minute, day to day in our life. The chain of events I want you to really understand is that our beliefs drive all our actions in life. And all our actions in life drive our results. So if you are listening right now and the results that you are getting in your life are less than what you want, you may have been conditioned to believe you just got to change your actions. If you spend any time with me on the podcast as a client, in a retreat or on a program, you will hear one of the most um, fundamental parts to how I work with clients is to go one step further back. Playing around simply with just your actions is a bit of a waste of time because, as I've just said, it's our beliefs that drive our actions. So if you are going straight away to change actions without assessing what are the beliefs behind these actions, it, as I say, it's a waste of time. And it's possibly why you may have tried and failed numerous times because you've been conditioned to believe do equals have and it's not the case. B plus do equals have. Your beliefs will drive the doing that you do and that will result in what you get in life. And the other thing about beliefs, your truths, repetitive thoughts and thoughts and thoughts, they are driving our bus. And the whole idea of making change and wanting to design your best life, midlife and beyond is to get really, really clear and clean about who's in the driver's seat. Because if you're sitting in midlife and feeling stuck, I can tell you now you are not in the driver's seat. That's why you are seeking answers. That's why you've even clicked on this podcast to listen. And it's really, really frustrating (laughs) because what's driving the bus and their beliefs, we have conscious beliefs, we have subconscious belief, and we have unconscious beliefs. So it's multi-layered. And the reason that you would engage a coach to work around this stuff with you is that it is super hard to uncover yourself, the unconscious and the subconscious. So just have a think. Sometimes you will find yourself, is a classic example, right? Sometimes you will find yourself doing things and afterwards it's like, my God, how did I do that again? Like, why am I doing this? I know I don't like myself when I'm doing that. You're not in charge of the bus. And think about this from moving forward. When this comes up in your day, take the time to just stop after you've seen yourself do an action that you know does not really um, nourish you that you've done it, stop and take a bit of time to work out what it is. What's the thinking behind this? There will no doubt be stuff. If you're feeling stuck in midlife, there will absolutely be some stuff around people pleasing or seeking approval from other people rather than yourself. But this is not this um, episode to go deep and dive into that, right? But it's a really common belief 
that or an overarching theme of beliefs that I had to shift dramatically is um, beliefs around scarcity versus abundance. And I'm not about to launch into the secret right now. You might be wondering that. It's not about that. It is, I mean, don't be, don't get me wrong. Um, the secret is a very, very powerful book because it shows you a path using your beliefs and, and basically bringing in the law of attraction. But I'm not, for those out there that are thinking, oh, that's a bit too woo-woo, I want to be more concrete for you right now. I want you to, to really understand that um, a scarcity mindset is no different to a whole bundle of beliefs because a whole bundle of beliefs equals a mindset. But a scarcity mindset is exactly the same as a fixed mindset or fixed belief. Examples of fixed belief could be that um, you believe that you came out of the womb, you're a certain person and you can't change. This is who I am. Bullshit. We have so much evidence out there about changes with neuroplasticity as well as body changes. And even using tools like epigenetics, which was so exciting to use and see in full flow at the retreat in New Zealand, all of these things, all of these tools are designed to help us change. So if you're feeling that you are stuck because you're operating from scarcity or fixed, that is a mindset or a set of beliefs I want to change. And the money beliefs that we're going to talk about for the rest of this um, episode are directly related to changing from um, scarcity mindset to abundance mindset, fixed mindset to growth mindset. So just the number one thing to understand about your beliefs is that they are yours. You did not come out of the womb with the ones you are operating. All the beliefs that you have brought on have come from experiences in life, often well-meaning people, and then you've taken on them as your truths. So now, my friends, if you know that's not helping you be the person you want to be, it's up to you as an adult to really start to analyze some of the stuff. What's the operating systems? Who's the driver in your bus? What are those thoughts? And making a decision to change because it is absolutely possible. I am full-blown proof. All my clients are full-blown proof. There were eight humans at the retreat in New Zealand and I'm just getting messages from them all now just about all the changes they've made in a very short space of time. Okay, so back into money beliefs. Well, I'm going to go just through the five most common grinding money beliefs. I have personally known all of them <laughs> and none of them are in my life anymore. So if you think about it, it's about, you know, befriending um, these thoughts and befriending these beliefs and then choosing to move away from them and bringing in some new beliefs. So number one, I'm not good with money. I've never been good with money. I'm just not that sort of person. Can you see how disempowering it would be if you wandered around life believing that you're not good with money? What are the results you may have in your life? Um, money may absolutely drain out of your life as easily as it comes in. You may feel particularly frightened about the possibility of being on your own around money. You may be in a relationship that you don't want to be in and yet you wouldn't leave it because you have this belief system, I'm not good with money. And if you're not good with money and you believe you're not good with money, you will hand over that power around money and finances to someone else, not necessarily someone who has your best instincts. And I'm not saying don't hand over your um, 
money management to others. Absolutely, I we have a power team around our money, but we don't hand it over because we're not good with money. We are really, really good with money, and that is why we choose the certain people on our team to help manage our money and help help us help educate us around money so that we can be even better and better. Number two, I need a lot of money to make money. Not true. There are deals going today across the world, like, and when I say across the world, in your backyard, where people are making money without money. Rubbish, you say, Bella. How could that be possible? Simple example. It is possible to buy a business with no money. How is that possible? Because the vendor selling the business could keep all of the money that they want to be paid just as part of the loan arrangement and turn it. So literally you have no money down, you're buying a $100,000 business and the person who is selling that business could choose not to ask for the money for a period of time until you've got the profitability to start paying that back. That is just one simple example. So belief system is I need a lot of money to make money will hold you back because you'll be waiting to get the lot of money or any money to start moving forward. Total excuse, absolute self-sabotage. You do not need, and I mean, I've given an example around business. What's another one that could be holding you back? I need a lot of money to make money. There are humans out there that I work with who live a very simple, happy lifestyle in midlife. They do not need hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars cash flow to do it. So once again, a belief system, I need a lot of money to make money and to have the money I want, I call bullshit. Okay, so we want to have a different belief system. What's a different belief system? I don't need any more money to make money. What I have is enough and I choose to move forward and learn as much as I can to make the most of the money I've got. Third belief system, wanting more money or making money is just greedy. Well, I can tell you now that that will have come into your mind from someone else. As I said, you did not come out of the womb thinking that. So how would um, believing making money or even wanting money to be greedy, how would that play out as a negative belief system? You will hold yourself back from um considering the money that you need to have the life you want. You may actually, you know, you will, you'll absolutely self-sabotage yourself because who wants to consider themselves greedy? No one does. And particularly if you've grown up in a faith-based um, upbringing and conditioning, you know, it's, it was almost one of the laws in the religious sense that you, you know, thou shalt not be greedy. And it comes from a belief system of finite and scarcity rather than abundance, as in there's limited amount of money to go around. And that is not true. I remember very clearly the day I was reading, I can't remember which book, and it described the fact that the volume of money that was available in the whole world right now, you could never count it up. It was akin to going down to the beach, finding a grain, of, you know, starting to count the grains of sand. And the reason this is even more important in this day and age is just recognising that, you know, our ability to make money is easier than ever. And what I mean by that is that there are now so many possibilities around making money outside from the conventional and people are doing it 
every day. Am I going to tell you to do that? No, because I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life. I don't know any of your background or what it is. I'm just sharing simply that the possibilities are infinite now around money. And if you believe, for example, that making more money is greeting, once again, you're holding yourself back. So a way you could reframe that is wanting to make more money is exciting to me so that I can share it with all those I love. Flipping that whole idea about greed and money, they are not related. If that is one of your truths, be very careful about it. Fourth one, I'm not worthy of money. Now, you may not know that belief system as the language of I'm not worthy, but you may find yourself doing it if a pay rise is coming up or, um, oh, that's another interesting one is it's you're out at dinner with a heap of friends and you find it just a bit too difficult to split the bill. So you just go up there and pay with your MasterCard or um, and you don't have the financial wherewithal to be paying for everyone, by the way. And um, another one is that you are in business and your prices are at a certain point, but you know that they barely break even. So you need to up the amount of money you need to charge, but you really got massive resistance. That's because you don't feel you are worthy of money, let alone more money. And you're not seeing yourself in regard to the value that you are offering. And it could be you find it really hard to actually accept a gift of money from friends or family. And once again, it's because I'm not worthy. So how do we flip that one? The way that we flip that one is that I am worthy, full stop. Because <laughs> if you feel you're not worthy about money, you will feel you're not worthy about lots and lots and lots of areas in your life. It's not like it stops just with money and finances. So I am worthy, full stop. Again, you came out of the womb worthy. It's just the experiences that you may have had in life, the conditioning that had has led you to believe certain things about yourself, which are now up for grabs. Fifth and final, but definitely not final with regard to the amount of um, really negative or limiting money beliefs that could be out there. There's not enough money to go around. Wow. And, and I think I pretty much grew up in a family where there was a very strong scarcity mindset. And um, I've had to really shift that from you know limited possibilities is what scarcity is about um there's really only so much money to go around and i've shared just before about just it is you know infinity of how you can make money these days if you feel that there's not enough money to go around you will feel that you need to hold on to what you've currently got and you may not be willing to invest in things like education, um, you know, even personal development, because it's like, oh, I've only got, it's a bit like Preshi and the ring in the, um, in the Lord of the Rings. You, you know, you've got to hold on to that as hard and strong as possible. And yet I can tell you from personal experiences, as I've opened up to full abundance around money and finances, I mean, you take full control of your money. It's not like you just throw it away by feeling that as you invest or spend money, it will come back to you if it is a very deliberate, considered purchase. And so that is um, a much better way to operate in today's society because the more that you put out in a positive, intentional self sense, the more you will get back. That's been my experience. And if, if I'm believing that's my experience, that's because that's my belief, right? And I will find evidence for it. 
So as I've said, it's it's actually there's a real shift that has to come on the theme around money from limited and scarcity to limitless and abundance. So that's really the key piece I want you to understand in regards to when you start to, and I'm going to now share the number one belief I think is the best shift you can have around money. When you operate from this place, when you believe from this place, the actions you take are different and the results you get are different. It's really that simple. Simple doesn't necessarily mean easy. No, because there will be parts of your um, mind and training that will resist this, but that's anything about change. Your mind will resist change. So it's not about waiting for your mind to get comfortable with change. It's moving forward and making your mind comfortable through the experience and familiarity of the change. So the number one belief that I think if you start to believe this around money and finances, everything will shift is the belief system that money is not an end game. That's the old belief. Money is a tool. I use money as a tool for my end game. Let me share an example. In days of old, I definitely used to use all of my energy when I was making money about getting this pot of money sitting in a bank account at a certain level. It would have been certain hundreds of thousands of dollars where it was like, great, when I've got that much money in there, and I wasn't cognizant of this day to day, right? But this is what I was thinking. When I have that much money there, when my end game amount of money was there, then I will be happy. Then I will be safe. Then I can relax. I don't believe that anymore. My belief is that the amount of money I have is simply a tool to help me to get everything else I want in life. It is not an end game. My real job is to make the most of all the money that I have circulating in my life. And it can be in pots, in banks. It can be in assets that I have. It can be my mindset around um, how I use the money within my business to make more money to help more people. All of this, money is a tool. I'm not waiting for an end game anymore for money to be a certain amount of money that gets me what I want. I use money as a tool to get me what I want today. Classic example, if I waited until I was in a position to have, you know, $2 million available to me with very, very little debt, then I would have moved to the coast with my husband. And we would have then had that lifestyle. We made the choice to change all of our money understanding, and this is through education and mentoring, and I'm not telling you this so that I want you to do this. I'm just simply demonstrating we shifted our whole mindset around money that got us to move down to the absolute lifestyle and location we want, and it is every single day we are living the life that we want, in particularly the environment we want, and we are using our money to get into a position to be buying in down here. So yes, at the moment we're renting and to be midlife and renting could have hairs on it for some of you. For me, the belief is this is a stepping stone. 
And really what we're really demonstrating is that our beliefs have led to our actions and those actions have led to the results of getting the lifestyle we want now and getting us to get even savvier than we could ever have got around money to be able to get our money goals completed then. So we didn't abrogate for all the things we wanted in life. We went out and used the money to get what we wanted and now we're using education and action to then be able to bed down where we are. So I hope this has been useful for you. And if it has, just remember to, this is just, you know, one simple example of the stuff that I'm going to deal with about how to get unstuck in midlife. Because if you're feeling stuck in midlife, you will be grinding away, your gears will not be changing seamlessly, and you will have identified some stuff that you may or may not want, but you just don't feel you're resourced enough to know how to change. Well, that's what my webinars will be about. And that's what all my programs, that's my work with my clients is about. And really at the end of the day, remember money is just a tool that you can help to use to design your most wonderful midlife and beyond. I don't believe we actually, this is one of my beliefs, see it was coming out of my mouth. I don't believe we necessarily get what we want in life. I get I 100% believe we get what we believe in life. And if we're really clear in what we believe and what we want, boom. But if we do not believe that it is possible, if our belief systems are very much warped against having what we want, that will lead to actions that do not serve you and results that you don't want. So I hope this has been really useful and I really wish you a cracking day ahead. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Gutsy Ladies podcast. Do you think you've actually got a fear or a confusion around the whole concept of retirement? You may actually have a bit of retirement denial. Well, I'd love you to download my free guide to how to remove retirement denial. Click on the link in the show notes in your podcast app. If you haven't already, I'd love you to subscribe and send this episode to a friend who may just need a little reminder that she's a gutsy lady too. See you next week.